0: Welcome to Awkward Sex and City. I'm here with Artie Galapudi, and you can follow her on all her socials at Artie Party. And Artie has an Instagram for her poems about people that she's like dated and slept with at Artie Farty Poems right okay cool 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 yeah yeah. you can
1: find me on tinder (laughs) Uh, go to bay ridge and put on like a one mile radius i'll be the only one there um (laughs) you can also see her on handmaid's tale the musical in dc
0: at the kennedy center the motherfucking kennedy center october 27th 8 p.m and 10 p.m tickets are getting low guys so please go and get your tickets now and also can see yourself, your body, October 1st at Union mm-hmm. Hall. Um, in this episode, we talk about bad moments with Fanta. There was a lot, a lot of blood talked about, a lot of blood and gore. We have, you know, cheap well, um, dating DJs, a tapestry of blood on all the things. Um, and I really just, I had a great time and I hope you guys enjoy.
1: Who makes jewelry? And the other one <laughs> does like, low-fi music and i'm like i go on stage and i scream about my pussy like
0: like it's like for the longest time i would never let the guy come in my mouth i just did all the hard work you yeah. can handle you this can... part like it's not that different yeah you're coming no matter what
1: the altitude made my like very white boyfriend get a bloody nose while going down on me I feel like that's like a good image for feminism
0: Um, Yeah, so thank you so much for coming on. For
1: sure. Of course. (laughs) Um,
0: And you have a show tonight. I love that your show's tonight at Union Hall. Yeah. And yourself, your body has been around for so long. For how long now?
1: It's been over a year. We started at UCB mm-hmm. and then I moved it to Union Hall like this past spring. Nice. Yeah. I feel like Union Hall
0: is a better spot for it too.
1: Definitely. I mean, the audiences have been way more queer, which is like what the show is like supposed to be aimed towards. Yeah. We've had like larger audiences. I'm able to like do more stuff without having, UCB has like a very one hour time constraint mm-hmm. and Union Hall is like, as long as we don't have a show after like go for it and mm. it's not like we have an incredibly long show but it's also closer to where i live so everything has just been a lot easier and you get paid too <laughs> and right exactly i hate saying that but like yes you do get paid no and like... that should never be like i hate to say that like
0: <laughs> you're producing and performing mm-hmm. and hosting bitches get paid exactly get your money yeah is anything going on right now like are you dating right now
1: um so earlier this year so i had i was like in a master's program so i had health insurance through school Mm -hmm. so i decided to go to um a gynecologist and like my whole family is indian so i went to my cousin's best friend (laughs) wow keeping it keeping it close yeah and so he like i literally just went for birth control yeah Um, because also another reason why like the pill is probably better for me than any other sort of option is because like I have adult onset acne and I guess like being on the pill will actually clear up your skin. It's such a shallow reason, but it's like weird being 27 and like going to casting things and being like, I have acne and it's not even that bad. Like I, I feel like I look fine, but like, yeah, I would never be like that bitch got acne. No. Yeah. Like Like, you
0: can't even see it. It's
1: not crazy, but it is to the point where I'm like. Like if I sleep over someone's house, like it's one of the things like I wake up in the morning and then like run home oh, or and I'll like- have like a tiny thing of Glossier cover up and just like patch up a little bit to be like, yeah, my makeup came off, but like it's my skin looks better than it actually is. (laughs) I have done that. I've also like I have a mini razor that I've brought too to like make sure that like my hairs didn't grow overnight, like on my like weird parts of my face. Uh, I hate (laughs) that we have to do that. I like have definitely done that. But another thing about birth control pills is like it also lessens hair growth because estrogen is like a hormone that like thins out your hair. So like I it's not like I have like a ton of testosterone or anything that I just like. I'm also Indian, so it's, like, we are really, really hairy, or at least my family is. I'm not going to, like, speak for the whole country, um, <laughs> but, like, at least my whole family were, like, pretty hairy on my dad's side, so, like, it'll, it should, like, lessen hair growth patterns as well as clear up skin, so it's, like, cool, so I went to do that, and then he put me on birth control, and within, like, the first few weeks, I got, like, breakthrough bleeding, but it started out as breakthrough bleeding, and then it just was, like, a lot, and I was still getting really bad cramps and throwing up. So then he upped the dosage and then I was showing signs of a miscarriage. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like there was just like gray stuff all over me. And I was like, when I went to the bathroom, it looked like little larva was like floating in the toilet. But it was actually like the inner tissue of my uterus that was shedding so quickly. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, hmm, this doesn't feel right because I also feel go- nauseous. Yeah, that's not breakthrough bleeding. So then I went to get it checked up um, and I got like an ultrasound and it turns out like I have I had like polyps, but it's it, I have polyps, but I also naturally have a really heavy period, So like mm-hmm. the combination of the two is just like really terrible. I also my uterus was split in two with this because I had a septum, but that doesn't affect like your period or anything that affects like if I ever want to get pregnant that like I'm more likely to not be able to get pregnant because like, yeah. So basically I got surgery and got all that shit removed, but I wasn't allowed to like have sex for a while. Uh, which sucked because I also I before that I was doing this joke that I it's my summer of slut like I kept doing that joke like I kept declaring that at like comedy shows and was like yeah you
0: said that at awkward sex yeah, yeah I was like
1: it's my it's my like summer of slut like because I was ending my master's program I was handing in my thesis I didn't know what was gonna happen next so like the only thing I could plan for was my summer of slut mm-hmm. and that like got taken away from me like pretty early in the summer oh. so that but I. Then I like tried to make up for it very quickly and ended up like sleeping with two dudes who were friends who were both like cheating on their girlfriends and like told me that they were like both, you know, like kind of like out at each other. And it was it was so that has been (laughs) I that is basically my like dating life (laughs) that I like went too quickly into summer of slut and then ended up being like the like middle woman and was like,
0: oh, no. (laughs) The universe was like, you have to see all of this from every angle. Because yeah. <laughs> you can't even. My friend had, I think it was cysts on her ovaries. So she had to get a surgery, basically a C-section. And yeah. she couldn't even like masturbate no, yeah. for eight weeks. It was like nothing can happen down there.
1: I couldn't wear a tampon and I was bleeding after surgery. So and then they give you I don't know if you guys have ever like done, I don't know but uh, anybody's like history but like when you do stuff at the hospital they give you like this diaper of a pad to wear and I was I have I was on oxycodone and my mom was driving me home and I'm like sitting in this like huge pad just like really high and was like I understand the <laughs> opioid crisis like this this like if I can like manage wearing a pad like <laughs> cuz I'm like on oxycodone then like I get it <laughs> Like, I just had this, like, solid moment of, like, this all makes pretty much a lot of sense to me. You're like, I can go the other way. I
0: think (laughs) Hallie Wong talks about that
1: underwear in her second special. Oh, she does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they give it to anyone who's gotten, like, surgery in, like, your uterus or, like, any. Yeah. Because you're just, like, bleeding that much. Yeah. Oh, God. I never want
0: to get pregnant. I never want to have a baby. Like, I just, I love I love my vag so much. Like, I, like, I I look at it, and I think it's pretty, yeah. and I just, I don't want a head or shoulders coming through it or having to get, like, any type of surgery down there. Like, I don't, I don't want them to, like, give me, like, what is it, the doctor, the the father's knot or whatever, where um, they, like, slit oh you God. open and no, then, like, no, tie no, you no, afterwards? No, no. Oh, my God. It's not a good thing. They no. found out they shouldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, but they do that because they don't want the, they think if they, like, cut it a little bit, the vag won't tear as much. Ah!
1: I know. Like, <laughs> it's giving me
0: so much anxiety already but also
1: then i always think that and then i'll hang out with like my cousin his wife and they're like newer child (laughs) i can't call it a newborn because it's like (laughs) seven or eight months so i've just been like referring to it as like the new kid it's like the new ish kid it's a new baby it's still a baby like he is definitely a baby but he's like so chill that i'm and like we'll just like hang out and he's just like chewing on my fingers and I'm like drinking wine, you know, and And he's like, like, I'm like, what I could do. I could do this. You know, I have noticed as I'm
0: got I like just turned 30. I have noticed that I've gotten way more into babies. I used to fucking hate them. Yeah, I was like, you just get to cry and shit. And everyone's cool with it. Like, that's all I want to do my whole life. But it's like not okay.
1: That's like every dude I've dated, though. So what's the difference? (laughs) I guess there's a stigma (laughs) for women. Like, we don't get to do it. I don't know. Every dude, I have every I'm trying to think because I've been single for like a really long time. I've been single, it's like almost three and a half years, which feels like a really long time. Cause I haven't like dated. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like some people who are like, I've been I haven't gotten in a serious relationship, it's like, but you still were like sleeping with the same dude or same person for like more than a month. Like I haven't done that in three and a half years. Yeah. So like it it feels it everything feels like I when I saw like my cousin with like his baby in there and like I'm like, wow, I can't even like think of like being with one person for more than one month. And now you're stuck with this kid for like 18 years. At least 18 years. Yes, at least 18 years. Like who knows with the job market now, like (laughs) probably 35 (laughs) at this point, right? Gig economy. Like, yeah, I don't know how long this fucking shit is gonna hang around with me. Like I can't even stick with one dude for like a month. But it's also like so hard to date with like
0: when you're a comedian and also like within the comedy community, oh my because god, it's I can't. All you—that's all you're surrounded by. Yeah. and so like I, after an emotionally abusive like break. Uh, Break up with an ex mm. that was emotionally abusive. I gave myself what I dubbed a year of dick. Wow! And but I was That's like, better than summer of slut. I'm jealous. No, I like <laughs> I like summer of slut because um I like the um alliteration to it. Mm. I think it sounds rolls off the tongue better.
1: But dubbing year of dick, year of dick, yeah. and I was
0: like, I'm not fucking any comedians. I'm not. I'm done. I'm done yeah. with comedians. Every dude I fucked was a comedian. Oh, my
1: God. Granted,
0: I went in with, like, a way different, like, mindset and was, like, very open of, like, I don't want to be your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. This is what I want. I'm seeing other people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, these dudes got it. Understood. And so I was, like, like introduced to way different types of sex and, mm-hmm. like, people. But um, I remember just being, like, how the fuck? do I get away from comedians? Like, how do I do this? And I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. And so I started dating. My boyfriend was in the audience of one of my shows. Oh my
1: God. So that happens. It does happen. Wow. I haven't slept with a comedian in uh, like a year and four months. That is, I have slept with DJs and various other terrible <laughs> other artsy fartsy types. Uh, Cause mainly I'm like that dude's six, four. Cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, but you said you were 27 right yeah like, yeah you, like yes fuck all the djs fuck but they're also all like the six, 33 year
1: old dudes like the last few dudes i mentioned were are both like 33 34 and i'm kind of like what's the deal
0: dudes like what like is this your passion like are you trying to make this like for real yeah. or like what do you want with me like legit there's a lot of questions that a lot of people can't ever answer for themselves or for the people they're fucking
1: i think they a lot of dudes who aren't comedians though who i sleep with find me as like an escape from like the normal type of person that they date because i won't like i was sleeping with the one dude since may i had been talking to him and didn't find out he had a girlfriend until like three weeks ago And, and because i saw him so so little and i was like oh because like uh, my schedule is not conducive to seeing someone that often. And so I, and I don't really text him that much ever really. And yeah. so I never knew. And then now when I look back, I'm like, Oh my God, you're, you're really dumb. Like to myself, because like any other person would have been able to catch it. But I was like, Oh, well I had a show and I like wanted to sleep by like midnight or like I'd worked the next day or like I had been traveling the summer or, you know, like I was whatever. I just am like pretty busy. So it's really, Hard for me to, like, catch someone in lies like that. So I feel really naive and dumb. But I wouldn't. Like, you literally were just living your life. And he knew you were a comedian, right?
0: Yeah. So you were just very open and, like, upfront of, like, I have shows. I need to also get sleep. I yeah. also do this. And so I wouldn't beat yourself up at all. I think, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I had, like, legit evidence that, like, someone was cheating on me. And I still stayed because I was, like... But, like, what if we make this work, you know? But that's what we always do is we beat ourselves up for, like, a year or two Mm -hmm. over a a fucking piece of shit that we'll never think about later in life. And it's, like, why do
1: we do this? Yeah. This is everything. Honestly, everything that has, like, happened that feels very, like, oh, no, has, like, turned into, like, a very funny story for me. It's, like, wow, what are the odds that I ended up sleeping with two dudes who are friends who both have, like, kind of girlfriends that I weirdly met on the same night, but at different points of the night. And like one I ended up talking to like a month and a half later and one I went home with that night. And then it's just all very like, ooh, this is very weird because as much as I was like, no sleeping with comedians, like you still end up falling into people who are friends. And that's like so weird. It's also very funny. It's like they're both like six, four, like handsome, dudes who, like, date, like, pretty attractive, like, put-together women, and like, I'm not saying I'm not attractive, I'm just saying, like, it's a very different thing. Like, you step into my apartment, and I live alone, and, like, it's very eccentric and, like, kind of crazy, and I have, like, fake roaches everywhere, and you, like, look at their girlfriends, and they're, like, one of them's, like, a painter who makes jewelry, and the other one does, like, (laughs) lo-fi music, and I'm like, I go on stage, and I scream about my pussy, like, (laughs) like, it's, like, It's a very different aesthetic. And so I can tell that they're like, not just them, but like everyone finds it as like, this is going to be like an escape and it's going to be freaky. And it's like, no, I kind of just read books until 1 a.m. and then silently sleep. That kind of pisses me off, too, because you just like to me,
0: like what I see is just like a very well put together comedian. That's like very genuine and open and outspoken. And so for someone to be like, well, this is going to be escape. Well, it's like, fuck you. What are you escaping when you go to someone who's going to be like honest and yeah. fun and mm-hmm. like has all these like dreams and ambitions? Yeah. And also don't you like I I'm like a very shy person and very, very quiet. Mm-hmm. And I always hate too when people just like expect me to be on when it's like, no, I just I want to go read. I want to go watch HBO. Yeah. Like I don't I can't do this. Like it's giving me anxiety. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I I think people often think that I am gonna be like way loud and confident at all points of the day but like because I live alone and smoke a lot of weed alone (laughs) I don't know like why you would ever expect that like half the time people are talking about tv shows and I'm like I just finished this Ken Burns docuseries (laughs) everyone's like what is happening so I think people don't understand like multi-levels of a person so when you like see me as being like this is gonna be like a fun young person to like you know, like toy around with. I'm like, I'm
0: like no. I think one time I told Carolina, I was like, I'm intimidated by Artie. Cause she just seems to like have her shit together. <laughs> and it's so funny. And she literally just laughed and was like, girl,
1: <laughs> tell her that. <laughs> Cause she can't see no, it. I'm not put together. I'm like pretty, like, I think I like just am figuring out my boundaries now. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm trying to find a balance between like things I'm like interested in education wise and performance wise. And it hasn't lent me enough room to actually form actual relationships is like another thing I'm realizing. Like I crush really easily. Like I have crushes in like five seconds and they'll dissipate within like two. Mm -hmm. And it's like I feel like so unhealthy with that mindset. Like I'll get kind of obsessive in the sense that I'll be like, Oh, I guess I like this person. But then now. Like, when I step back and look at both those dudes, I'm like, why would I ever like either of them? Mm -hmm. Like, other than the fact they're both handsome and, like, entertain me in a way, like, that's about it. Like, I think about comedians I was obsessed with that I ended up hooking up with. And, like, I haven't seen them in the—I have a very funny Cumberb story, if you'd like me uh, Speaking of fucking comedians. I would love that. So, I guess he was, like, the last—was he the last comedian I slept with? There's always one. God, I think that he was. No, there was one, but that was fine. But nothing interesting happened there. It's like funny when you sleep with someone, you're like, we're still friends. That's cool. Uh, Right. And you're like, oh, this isn't awkward. Cool, cool, cool. We can like see each other naked and be like totally professional later. It's so crazy. So I have like one person like that. But then this other person before him, we were like hooking up and I had left like a bunch of jewelry there by accident. Like I wear like the same necklaces and bangles and I like left it there. And so I went to go get it the next day, but I was like nervous. So I smoked a bunch because I was like, I just want to show up, get my jewelry and then, I'm trying to act like a chill girl. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want people in the comedy community, like thinking that I'm trying to like cling on to these dudes. Like I just want to show up and be like, I'm very chill. So I go and I'm like super stoned and I like, I'm drinking soda because I'm really stoned and I like walk by a bodega and I'm like, I need a Fanta. Like, (laughs) like this will be it. Like once I, like I don't need to orgasm ever again. I just like need this Fanta because I was like very stoned. And so I show up and he ends up thinking it's like a hookup type situation. I'm Uh like, I'm not opposed. So I go in and do it. But I'm on my period and as I previously mentioned, I have like very heavy periods. Mm -hmm. Like I clot like, the size of quarters oh shit yeah oh man which is why they thought for a while i was getting like tested for like all these diseases this past year because they were all like like my doctor was like you should not be having a period this heavy um so they thought i had like cysts they thought i had like some sort of cancer type thing and then they were like no you just have a heavy that's it like you just have a heavy period so it was really crazy but i was like pretty much on my first day which means like I was changing super plus tampons every other hour is my first day of my period. Yeah, also I know like people listening can't see my body. So I'm like a pretty like small person. Yeah, you're a small chick. (laughs) Yeah, so like it really is just like destroys me the first few days. So I like basically on this like first day of my period, I'm like actually clotting like pretty significantly. And the dude's like, it's okay, I'll put out this sheet that I have. And the only extra sheet he has is this white sheet that he used to project movies on (laughs) in which he told me the last movie he projected on it was like Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou which is like
0: Uh, a Wes Anderson movie. It's a Wes Anderson movie. It's a very like comedian's fucking like jizz all over that movie. It's fine. It's uh, whatever. It's aesthetically
1: pleasing. Exactly. I'm not here to like you know, say anything hateful towards it, but it is very funny. And then I was like free bleeding all over it. So it kind of <laughs> looked like it was like a tapestry, like as like a memorabilia of the movie jaws. Cause I was like, it was like a lot of blood. And then like at one point he goes down on me and I was like, this is kind of weird. Again, I am like heavy bleeding. Like, yeah, yeah. that's fine. I'm not going to judge anybody's like thing, but and he's, like, like fully aware of it too. Oh right? Yeah. I mean, okay. at this point I had already been bleeding all over the sheet. Like it, I just don't know how he couldn't be aware that, like, there's a lot of blood coming out of me right now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Or, like, that he doesn't realize where it's coming out of. Yeah,
1: maybe he was confused,
0: right? Like, Which also makes him a dick if he thought you were just cut and he's still going
1: for it. Exactly. So it was, was like, a funny experience because I was like, hmm, this is weird. And so then I was like, well, I've known this guy for a while. He, like, went down on me on my period. I should give him head because, like, I'm just going to feel weird like that like all this stuff is happening to you know what I mean like he's getting Mm -hmm. all bloody and weird so I'm like giving him head but I had chugged that soda like an hour earlier and so my stomach was feeling like upset in the middle of me giving him head what flavor was it it was just a nice orange Fanta (laughs) listen it's like a good soda (laughs) It's like not like a soda you mix with alcohol. So it's like a soda that's like a purest soda. You know what I mean? Like when you go for orange soda, like you want a soda. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. with ginger rock can be like, man, this could use some whiskey. Like you're just purely wanting the soda. You want
0: yeah, you want that carbonation, you want that sugar, that taste. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's upsetting my stomach. I also want to say it's like in the middle of like it's like real it's like really hot out. I think it's like June or July at this point. So it's like not like I my stomach's upset. I had too much sugar. I'm on my period it's humid it's gross mm-hmm. I'm giving him head on this sheet i bloodied all over and in the middle i'm like oh my stomach feels really weird and you know when you have a burp and it like rises mm-hmm. i was like ooh, i think i have to burp but i'm in the middle of giving him head i don't want to like lift my head up and do this gnarly burp and then like the moment is gone oh my god so it's like i'll just hold the burp because like holding a burp is something that you've done since you're like really young yeah we've been taught like things
0: can't gases can't come out of us in any place exactly like, so we, we're all conditioned to hold it in
1: of course the first time i queefed i could, told people it was a fart and the guy next to me leonard was like that didn't sound like a fart <laughs> and it was i remember being 16 and like mortified uh so like yeah nothing's supposed to leave your body but i guess like a fart's better than a queef which is like absolutely like not true not true at all i would rather queef than fart but you oh, know yeah. i didn't know it was happening um so i'm giving my head the burps rising. I, like, suppress the burp. I think I suppress the burp. And he I was like, maybe I should just lift my head and burp. But then he goes, I'm going to come." So I was like, well, I'll just let him finish. And then I'll swallow. And then I'll burp, which would actually be kind of funny, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're burping up or you're burping off of a semen. Yeah, I was just like, Ugh,
1: like, Ugh, that was a good time. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, kind of like a cute, funny, quirky thing. And so I, like, lift my head up. But then I forget that, like, come is, like, not like a viscous it's like a not like a liquidy type substance. It's like it has a very weird texture to it. It's such a weird texture. It's not even slime. It's like somewhere between like slime and liquid that I don't know.
0: It actually so like sperm comes out like 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 a like gunk, but then it gets really watery. So like it like if you are like trying to have a baby, yeah. it like it's easier to get through. Oh. Yeah. So it slowly changes its like viscosity the whole way through too.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. So, fucking crazy. so that's what's going down me. Mm-hmm. And I suddenly the burp <laughs> is going up my throat and I'm like, oh, shit, like I can't swallow and hold the burp at the same time. So all of a sudden, like the burp just explodes. Like it literally I have never because the burp was like kind of toying and going like up and down. And then finally it leaves. It tastes like orange soda. I become come spewing out of my mouth and lands in my hands. <laughs> I am naked free bleeding on a white sheet and like a little bit about me. I am a cancer with a Gemini moon. So I'm like, I'm like highly emotional, like super emotional. So I immediately start sobbing Oh no. because I'm embarrassed. Uh, too to be I'm too oh, old to no. be doing this.
0: I'm too old to be crying
1: uh, like naked on a boy's bed. Oh, uh, no,
0: did it last week. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> like
1: it just Shit happened. Yeah. yeah. I start crying and I'm I the first thing I say I look at him and I say I'm a monster which at this point <laughs> to him I probably look like a fucking monster because there's like slime all over my hands. There's blood coming out of me. I'm, cr- there's like tears running down my face. My hair is probably super messy because I had been like rolling around this boy's bed. Yeah. And it's hot and, and it's like, hot. like sex is like
0: messy. It's yeah. like, you're, it's gross. You're sweating, all this stuff.
1: And it's this is during the daytime, by the way. So mm-hmm. it's probably like four or 5 p.m. at this point. Oh my God. Uh, and I'm like mortified. And then he was like, okay, okay, like it's okay. Just like stop moving your hands. Cause I was like, Getting like stuff everywhere.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's what he was worried about, though. When like the sheets
1: there, yeah, like,
0: like are you reusing the sheet? Yeah. Like it's fine. We can get some cum on
1: it. There's already like blood all over it. Whatever. It was so funny. He like wipes me down because <laughs> I can't touch anything, or else I'll get his semen on it. And then like afterwards, I just remember being like, "Damn, I'll never, I'll never sleep with this person again." Probably. He's like, it's okay, like I'll order you a pizza, like what do you want to watch? And I look on my like Netflix queue to see what's next. And we watch Central Park Five, which I don't know that is. Oh my God. Central Park Five is about like five black men who got wrongfully accused for murdering a runner in Central Park. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, so
0: this is a documentary
1: about it? Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. So we
1: watched that after this debacle. Oh, a, and good, whole,
0: a good upper.
1: And I didn't know, like, someone just recommended it, and I didn't read anything about it, and it didn't click. I was like, this is just the next thing on my queue, we could watch this. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, he's still trying to sleep with me, like, during Central Park 5, though.
0: Wow. Yeah, and that's when I was like,
1: I can't ever see you again. You tried wow. to sleep with me during Central Park 5. I don't care if you, like, wiped me down after I cum burped.
0: You're like that's you. That's the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, yeah. I also think it's called, according to Urban Dictionary, I think it's called red wings when a guy goes down on a woman during her period. Oh, really? My producer is nodding with full confidence.
1: Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Why is it called red wings? Because you get like blood oh on my their god! sides. Oh my god! That's so funny. Yeah. God, that is so funny. I don't mind that by any means, but I'm also like, you know, it. I don't necessarily think that's the healthiest thing for a person to do? Like, what if he, I also don't know if he was, like, sleeping with other people, right? So, like, what if you're doing that to other girls? And then, like, that's, like, I feel like blood is, like, the easiest way for, like, STDs to travel.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I'm like,
0: it's it's not, I guess it's not, nothing can be sanitary with blood, right? Yeah. I guess we can safely say it's probably not sanitary. Yeah. But if he is, like, fucking other girls, I don't
1: know. I don't know. I I also, like, for me, that was the first time that ever happened, at least on the first day of my period. Uh, one time, my ex-boyfriend my, from, like, years ago, who's, like, a terrible, horrible person, he was giving me head, and then he lifted his head up, and there was blood all over his face, and I was like, that's so weird. Do I have my period? And he was like, no, I just got a bloody nose. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> oh, my God. That is... Which is so good, right? Like, you that got a bloody nose, like you know, aggressive, like, what are you doing down there that you got? I mean, I can imagine what he's doing down there. He was, like, a very, he's a very, like, sensitive white boy. So, like, <laughs> he's, like, sensitive to altitude and things like that. So, like, I don't you even remember. you never go to Denver. Yeah. Well, we did go. Wait, we went to Colorado together. Shut up. Is yeah, that when what it is happened? Was this in Colorado? I actually don't remember now where it happened. This would be so funny. Maybe it was in Colorado when we went together. Oh,
0: my God. That yeah. would be fucking amazing. That would be so funny. Like.
1: The altitude made <laughs> my, like, very white boyfriend get a bloody nose while going down on me. <laughs> <I feel> like <gasps> that's, like, a good image for feminism.
0: That is what I want feminism to be from yeah. now on. Like, that's the poster child. Like, no more faces for feminism. It's literally just a vag and, like, a man bleeding somewhere out of, like, some orifice.
1: He was like, I could keep going. And I was like, no, it's okay. Nah. I was like, you weren't really doing anything anyway, so. <laughs> was this worth it? I'm not really sure. not sure. Yeah, you got a bloody nose. That was one of the funnier moments of that relationship. I also think... Um, that Fanta
0: specifically orange Fanta yeah. is like made for vomiting.
1: Oh, right. Yeah.
0: Because I also have an orange Fanta vomit story where it was like my first colonoscopy. And, I, um, this is back when like you used to have to, they give you like a gallon jug, like a full gallon. And then like this weird solution and you'd have to put the solution in the gallon jug and then drink half of the ga- half a gallon in 20 minutes.
1: wait 12
0: hours and drink the other half it's better now you don't have to do it like i did one last year and it was like the easiest thing ever that's crazy but it's really so it's kind of like it tastes like semen like the solution because it has that weird salty like viscosity of just like it's not a solid and it's not a liquid and so i couldn't get it down and my brother was like because he'd also had colonoscopy was like you need to go grab a drink that you like and Mm. then like like sandwich it, like do like a shot of Fanta, a shot of oh the solution, God. and a shot of Fanta again, so you can get like the taste that down. I had to put so much liquid in me that next thing I know, I'm projectile vomiting orange Fanta like fucking what's her face from The Exorcist onto oh my, my God. mom's pristine cl- like. Ridiculously white bathroom Holy shit Yeah and she's like Screaming at me She's like You better be getting it In the toilet I was not Getting oh it in the my toilet Because it literally Just went like straight Like to the window And now I can never drink Fanta Because when I smell Fanta I smell That like Semen colonoscopy solution Oh Oh, see, and I'm I've done.
1: still, I, I'm still drinking phantom. You're like, I still not stoned. I just won't do. I just won't give head after. So that's like my <laughs> new. That's like my new rule. That's the boundary. Honestly, I've never had like a completely positive experience like giving head. Like I remember the first time I gave head was second semester of college with this boy I met in. Um, we met in the cafeteria. He was tripping on shrooms. I was eating a bowl of cereal with mixed cereal.
0: <laughs> like, uh, do you remember what you mix yeah, with? yeah i used
1: to mix like for dinner a lot uh because like i just feel like i never eat three full meals but when you're in college they're like you have three full, full meals a day and my mom was like you better be using all those fucking swipes because yeah. it's expensive it's so expensive yeah so yeah. i would end my day with like a little bit of fruit loops fruity pebbles and cinnamon toast crunch that's a good to get combo. me revved up for my night out <laughs> a lot of <laughs> sugar but i was eating cereal he was tripping on shrooms and we ended up Hooking up and I was kind of hiding that I was still a virgin at the time, like not very well, because for some reason, freshman year of college, like I remember being asked so much about my virginity. Oh, yeah. Me too. Did you go to a party school? No, I went. I have an undergrad degree in jazz vocals.
0: (laughs) 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 But also, though, like the marching band in high school. Oh, my God. They were fucking left and right. That's what I'm saying.
1: It's 75 percent dudes. I went to Berklee College of Music in Boston. So it's like mostly guys. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> it was like kind of wild because like I could hook up with anyone I wanted. And it was like very new to me to feel that way. Mm-hmm. But then I kept getting asked like about my virginity and it was like freaking me out. But especially second semester when I was hooking up, when I decided I loved this boy, um, which is so funny because now when I look at photos of him, I'm like, You're like, why? I'm like, what? He looks like the, like a human version. Have you ever had like those like sugar coated gumdrop candies? Like that's what his head looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Like I can't, I can't explain (laughs) it, but like that's what his head looks like. And it's really weird, but I don't know. I I, The first time I gave him head, I didn't know anything I was doing. And I always, I like spit a bunch into like a box of tissues that I had next. But then later that semester, A bunch of the boys when they were like all drunk and high found out I like kissed another boy in their group and they all confronted me about how I used teeth when I gave head to this boy and then I started crying and I was like, It was my first time giving head and everyone was like, What? (laughs) I was like, I'm a virgin Fuck these guys, though. Yeah. Like, it was ugh. so funny, though. And I was like, "I are you not supposed to use teeth? Like, how do you avoid the teeth? I, like, had, like, a panic attack. And I was like, what do you, what? Are like, you, where do they go? Well, yeah, like, then what happens? Like, <laughs> like, if I can't use teeth, like, how do I put the dick in my mouth? <laughs> and I just, like, had this, like, full-on thing in this, like, room full of boys who were, like, so stoned. And I was like, dude tell me how to avoid the teeth like and did they like did they give you like like let you know or they were just like no were they so were just, freaked out they were so freaked out i mean i would be freaked out too if i saw like this tiny girl just like having this attack of being like how do you give head without the teeth like oh my god like <laughs> now i like look back and i'm like it's okay <laughs> i like was like do you like put your lips over your teeth like yeah.
0: Well, I guess basically. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I
1: know. In a way. Yes. But like not as extreme as I thought. And I was like, are you just fucking people with dentures? I was just like having a full on freak out because I didn't know you like couldn't. Like I just was like, yeah, like sometimes my teeth get in the way because they're there and they were there before your dick got there. So I didn't give <laughs> head until I
0: moved to New York and I, my last year of college, I had adult braces, but I was like, fucking guys. And yeah. they'd be like, don't you want to like play with it? And I'm like, no. Like, why do you want me to play with it? Like, I
1: have adult braces. Like, this is
0: not going to end well. You have a lot of hair down there. Oh, my God. This is not a good situation. Um, Honestly, one of the guys I was fucking, I'm pretty sure it was like too dumb to even realize that I had adult braces. Wait, what? I know. I know it doesn't make sense. But if you met him, you'd be like, oh, yes.
1: That's like every. <sighs> Got it. That's so funny. Now I won't really, I won't give head to like people that, I just won't give head to most dudes because I don't trust that they've actually gotten tested. I'd rather not like taste that. Yeah, and yeah. at least like everything else I can do protected, right? Like he puts it in me, it's protected. Whatever. I know mm-hmm. there's like other STDs he can get if he goes down on me, but. There's just, like, this moment where I'm like, I just don't want to, like, come face to face with how dirty your dick is. Because it's a real thing. I've learned that the hard way. Well, not STDs.
0: Somehow, no is Knock on wood. But I've dealt with dirty penises. It's not fun. No. I also, like, I just, for the longest time, I would never let the guy come in my mouth. Like, I would never spit or swallow. I'd be like, yeah, jizz on your stomach. Like, yeah. I'm not... I just did all the hard work. You yeah. can handle this part. Like, it's not that different. Yeah. You're coming no matter what. Yeah. And I got a lot of shit from girls being like, wait, you don't let them come in your mouth? What? And I was like, no, because I don't fucking want to. Like...
1: It's your own, like, boundaries. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And then, like, later with someone that, like, I trusted, mm-hmm. um, I was like, fine. Like, this is fine. I, I hate it. Like, yeah. it's disgusting. Yeah. But...
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. it's so weird. Uh, like, the, I feel like the older I get and the more and the older the dudes that I sleep with and just the older the people that I talk to, like, it's it's interesting to learn that like things are still so juvenile like that. Mm-hmm. It's weird because I feel like when I was like s- when I sleep with like older du- dudes, I'm always like expecting them to like not expect the same things that the dudes when I was 23 were expecting. But yeah, they're, they're, they are. It's very weird. It's very strange because I'm like, what have you been doing the past 10 years that you haven't matured, especially my recent experience? I'm like, this is insane. The one dude blamed me for like not using a condom. What? And I was like, oh, I like don't really remember like saying that you couldn't use a condom. And then I texted him and I was like kind of making a joke because I was like, it's fine. Like we both probably were like, do it. Like we probably were. Cause like, I, I know it was like perfectly consensual experience. Yeah. I don't feel weird about it at all. But like he was kind of like, I don't really do that. And like, you were the one that did that. And I was like, well, clearly both of us were complicit in this experience. Yeah, like it takes you to tango yeah. with this
0: situation. Yeah. So obviously.
1: And he was blaming me much like a dude when I was 23 blame, like in almost like the same vernacular. I wish I had like my old phone to like put it, put it side by side. But into with,
0: like a case study. Into
1: a case study of like, wow, we don't, like a lot of like cis men, and especially this dude was like a white cis man who's like, Handsome, tall, like, just, like, I feel like he's, like, this dude that kind of is used to, like, getting things, like, very much handed to him in certain ways. Mm -hmm. At least, like, sexually and shit like that. That he was kind of, like, on the super defense of being like, this is is your thing why we didn't wear a condom. And I was like, this is kind of our thing because it's, like, the dick is still attached to you, right? And like now the
0: said condomless dick is in my body. Yeah. Like, and no matter what, like, did he know you were on the pill? Like, did he? Yeah.
1: And also like, I, it's weird because I had made sure he had gotten tested beforehand, but then he was like, oh, I only slept with one person. And then later I found out he was still with his girlfriend. So it's very funny to be like, yeah, you can't go like raw dogging it with some girl. You're just like, at least cheat well, you Yeah. Know? at least the older you get, learn how to cheat, cheat better, men.
0: Like, I hate this guy so much because that's total bullshit of him blaming it on you. And yeah. he's like totally with another girl at the same time. Like this, like if you, yeah, cheat well yeah. or you're going to get fucking caught. It's almost like some, I feel like some people do want to get caught. Like there's like a thrill to it. Oh, he probably it.
1: does. And like, uh, you know, those also like, if you know that they probably all do, I think there is like again, like, I go back to escapism, especially with this group of people, and, like, I go back to, like, how they are kind of, like, on a plateau of their, like, creative lives, Mm -hmm. like, at least what I know of them and what they've told me and what they've, like, confided in me, that, like, I can see how, like, I can be intriguing and an escape escapist type thing from, like, whatever the monotony of, like, uh uh-oh, we're, like, gonna approach 40 soon, and, like, I'm in this relationship, but like, look at that 27 year old girl over there. Like, I can see that, and I was complicit to that, and I like take responsibility of being like, "Oops." <laughs> like, but like you but didn't I'm so
0: young, <laughs> but you didn't know. Like, you didn't know they had girlfriends. I didn't
1: know for sure. Like, one of them, he was like, "I kind of have one," and then he was like, "Actually, we stopped talking. We broke up." And I was like, "Okay." The second one, these girls told me he had one, and then I asked him about it, and he was like, "No." So, and he was like, pretty much like, he was pretty much like, no, I don't have one. Like, he like was like, how dare you ever believe these other people? And then got into this whole thing. And I was like, well, I would never argue with some, if if I got caught cheating, I'd be like, you're right. And do you want to keep doing this? Or should I stop? Because there are people who would be like, whatever, let's keep doing it. Like, yeah oh yeah, monogamy is such a weird thing. And it's really complicated because it's rooted in jealousy. So like, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's. It, Yeah, so, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to, like, call anyone good or bad because I don't believe in that binary either. But, like, I don't know. Basically, one dude was, like, very, like, no, I don't have one. And then the other dude was, like, this guy has a girlfriend. And he, like, texts me whenever he gets kicked out of their apartment. And I was, like, that makes sense because I guess he's also texting me when he gets kicked out of the apartment. like, like,
0: fucking, like, stay in that apartment. And he
1: stays at my apartment and then stole a hat of mine. So what I'm trying to say is, the dating thing for me is not going (laughs) it's not going well but it's also not going poorly it's also good yeah I I, I'm like a hyper romantic again cancer gemini moon Virgo, rising (laughs) like I'm like a hyper romantic person I like idealize and fantasize all the time like that is my mode of thinking but like I've been trying to pour that mode more into like things I write and things I do Exactly, yeah. Because all these dudes are so, like, and not even dudes, like, even when I talk to, like, anyone else on, like, any sort of dating app, because I don't know how to meet people, because I'm not going to go out and fuck a comedian again. It just doesn't
0: (laughs) like. I just don't think it makes sense to meet people IRL anymore, like, to actively pursue it. Like, I think it can happen, like, serendipitously, Mm. but... Like, I don't think like Tinder makes sense and like Match and eHarmony makes sense now. And like it's you get and then you get to choose like what and when and how Mm -hmm. too like it just doesn't, especially in a city, too. I think it's even harder in a city to like meet someone like at Trader Joe's at Whole Foods. Like you're not. Unless you
1: do like a like a you have to do like a meet cute, you know. Oh, mm -hmm. well, I met both these dudes in real life. Oh, mm. yeah. So maybe
0: it's not ni- now so, it's time to like switch over. Yeah. Now to, like, I got to go back. But whenever I
1: go on like the da- like dating apps and crap like that, there's always like <sighs> I hate to bring this up, but there's like a racial factor that uh, there. Yeah. Of course. Like
0: there has to be. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like there's a totally weird, like racial thing that happens where like uh, there's like a huge fetishization and there's a huge like fun that a lot of people experience in trying to guess my race.
0: Oh, that's adorably annoying. Yeah. Like, Oh, my God.
1: And then there's a huge other thing that's been happening where, like, when I say I'm Indian, like, they're like, no way. And, like, then insist I don't look Indian. And I'm like, well.
0: And that's just them thinking that we all want to look like a a white blonde woman. Yeah. And they're trying to make you feel better, even though, like, fuck that. Why would who wants to look like that? I don't
1: know. It's so weird. I've had a lot of that. I've had, like, also, like. Uh, I, I like met up with this one guy from Hinge because Carolina like met someone on Hinge and she was like, you should use Hinge. So we went on Hinge. We went on a date. We, he got me vegan burgers. We sat at Tompkins Square Park. I thought it was going to be a very fun time. Um, but then like immediately into the date, I don't really disclose I'm a comedian yet at this point. And he was like, I just don't like potty humor. Like he dis- he totally dislikes potty humor. And I was like, well, what comedians do you think like exudes the potty humor you don't like? And he said, Ali Wong. And I was like, Ali Wong doesn't even touch the surface to me of potty humor as someone who I've like sung songs about eating my own shit and then made fake shit and stapled it to the inside of my underwear and started eating the fake shit on stage. Like you don't even I want it to be like, you don't even know like potty humor. humor
0: yeah.
1: Did he name, like,
0: any dude comedians with potty humor? Because I feel like dudes cannot stand when a woman talks about their body or things that come out of their bodies on stage.
1: I think that's the thing, right? Like, I think, then I was like, oh, I'm a comedian. And then he was like, oh. And I was like, yeah. And you're never going to see me perform. Like, you hate Ali Wong's potty humor. And I feel like she speaks, like, at the top of her intelligence. through Like, her experiences. And so, like, that doesn't feel like, I think... I think potty humor, to me, is, like, if you're being, like, racist or homophobic, because that's, like, something that belongs in the shitter. Like, not, like, talking about truths about your body. Yeah, and I'm the
0: same way. Potty humor, to me, is, like, the lowest of low, hackiest of stuff. Yeah. Like, someone literally... Either saying like something homophobic, racist, yeah. sexist, all the things, and then just like farting into the the mic, yeah. like that is potty humor to yeah. me. And I also hate that he literally said potty. Like I know, no fuck off. I know. Like, he was 35. You could say crude humor. You could say anything else. Yeah. He's thirty five.
1: He's thirty five. Listen, I'm going on dates with like these older dudes, and then I'm like. Oh my god! Like you all are so dumb. I
0: do think you're in the right direction though. Like my my guy is uh, seven years older than me, mm-hmm. and it it feels very level. Okay, but you also like finding someone that like kind of has their shit together too, yeah. but also like working on other stuff is a good way to like I don't know. It's I basically it's out there. Like not it's, all dudes suck. Yeah, but a lot of them do.
1: A lot of just people in general. Because even like I always get confused because everyone I talk to on dating apps is like in a open relationship and I'll never know. And then they'll be like, so do you want to meet up with me and my partner? And I'm like, Oh, I mean, going on a date with one person is hard enough.
0: Like, like let alone <laughs> meeting like your significant other. Yeah, then now that makes I also me so have nervous. To impress.
1: Yeah. I feel like people who aren't as transparent, there's people on dating apps that are super transparent about it. Mm-hmm. And I've had like great conversations and meetups with them and I haven't met up, a- but then like, it's weird if they try to like, we plan a date and then they like spring it on you mm-hmm. that's happened a couple of times and like hey your girlfriend can't or your boyfriend can't come like that it's just that's yeah I don't think that's fair like yeah. I
0: think like that that no like because then that's like not consensual like you didn't sign up for that like you signed up for this one person for a date yeah. and like like you said like you're obviously open to it when it's transparent yeah. and like all relationships need like the most honest and genuine communication possible mm. and so if that's how you start out too it's like oh hey here's like my three partners in this thropple like yeah. which is not the right amount of people but <laughs> uh in a thropple but like it, fuck that it is
1: very funny it's been a very funny experience but i'm excited for fall and i'm excited to like work more and then like silently suppress all like the demons of my summer slut hood <laughs> like just box them all up, put them under in the basement and then they'll emerge like <laughs> two months months They'll emerge two months later. The dude who rejected me in December is like continuously Facebook messaging me. Listen. Did you have fun? or you having I fun? I had so much fun. Yay. Is yeah! so there anything else you want to talk about before we do like intro and outro? Mm. I write poetry about boys I sleep with though. I like self publish zines, like zines of poetry that right now I'm fleshing out into like short narratives. Mm-hmm. But the books right now are called Boys I've Kissed and Hated. And so it's like kind That's of like amazing. an anthology yeah. collection of like my whole thing has been like my last relationship was like really abusive. And when we broke up, like all of his friends left me, too. Ooh. Um, And so like I was like, what happens when like instead of being like scared to like lean into like these like sexual experiences ever again, like I actually lean in and like do all the things mm-hmm. and like really explore like roots of like why I get into certain things. That's really so interesting. A lot of the poems are like. One's from like one that's about like the guy from college who I used teeth with when I gave head, <laughs> uh, which has this poem has nothing, but it's just um as you looked at your bass guitar, longing to fuck it, you settled for me, which is like a poem about like a lot of it's not just the boys who went to college, but it, so they're like somewhat anonymous i've had like boys i've slept with like buy the books and then try to guess which one they were and it's like some of them are actually overlapping right because like a lot of experiences like reperform itself and reappear yeah yeah so i don't make the book linear it's never like the it actually ends with my first kiss my first kiss i got an asthma attack during because i'm allergic to grass and we kissed in the grass during math camp oh my god yeah when i was 16 oh my god yeah and he broke up with me because he had to go to rehab for oxycontin because the opioid crisis is very high in uh, New Jersey. So <laughs> uh, one I actually didn't know is that big in Jersey. Yeah. North they... Jersey a
0: lot. North- wow.
1: Yeah. But yeah. So like Fuck. I like speak a lot about like about just like the importance of like leaning in. That's why like Summer of Slut was a thing that I wanted to do because I'm like when I don't know, like there's a huge stigma about just like. Like, all the dudes are always like, I can get my rocks off this, like, rules, whatever. And then, but the moment I'm like, I don't know how many people I've slept with anymore at this point, but I know I've been safe with all of them, like, is a huge turn off. But that's like really, but that's like a really, I
0: think, um, like, mature way to look at things of like how to like take something that sh- was shitty that happened to you and like create like an ownership mm-hmm. and like, like a, like a, like a path for it. Because, like, I, it remind you talking about that reminded me, like, I, like, had, like, a, like, not anxiety attack, but I was, like, freaking out talking to my therapist being, like, it was about, like, me and anxiety and being, like, very, like, I'm a very loner person. And mm-hmm. I was just, like, is this, like, conditioned from this? Or, like, is this my DNA? Or blah, blah, blah. Like, what do I do? And she's, like, you're never going to answer that. Like, yeah. like, you don't get to know. But all you do is you get to learn, like who that makes you yeah. and who that makes the people around you mm-hmm. like what you do and i was like kind of like it was like oh okay whoa
1: yeah got it yeah and
0: it was like very freeing and mm-hmm. i feel like that like what you're saying is like very freeing as mm-hmm. well
1: yeah that's like the only reason why these past few years like have been really like a cool experience even like doing the show at union hall like everything has been like uh it's like freeing and like fleeting because it's always like, what's the next thing now?
0: Yeah, that's what I think that's <laughs> like just such like such a creative thing. though. It's like, but we want more. We want bigger. We always. want better. Yeah. And it, I I work in therapy all the time. And she like I basically my therapist is just like, this is who you are. Mm-hmm. And you just have to learn how to like yeah. lean into that because yeah. there's I don't think there's any way for us to break. uh We want bigger and more exactly. and like do something different and more creative. Yeah. Or but we wouldn't be doing this.
1: Exactly. But it's also like, at least I have, I never had a platform, even though I went to undergrad for music, mm-hmm. like in my last relationship, he was telling me I'm not like a performer or a writer. And so like, the heck? <laughs> so it's been like, it's funny to be like years later, like he used to do sound at Union Hall. And I used to ask like, how do people get shows at Union Hall? And he was like, he would never like hook it up. So that's like, there's like a lot of like big things right now that I'm like, this is so funny. Cause like, I didn't mean for it, but everything that's been happening is like a very delayed fuck you, which is like, mm-hmm. which is almost a more powerful fuck you. Cause like the weight, the weight of, or the, the, those, those like moments between where they're like, oh, well, I, I don't know. Like you, they probably thought they were winning. And then like three years later, it's like, just kidding. You don't even work here anymore. I told everyone who works there your full name and you're not allowed <sighs> to go back and do sound. Oh, like, so like, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, and like the best part is
0: that, He's watching.
1: He knows. He knows. His friends knows. know. I ran into his friends of, like a few weeks ago because we still have mutual college friends and mm-hmm. like it's just funny. It was so funny because I like showed up with you know how Melissa Satosky Stos- is? She wrote Handmaid's Tale with um, Marsha. Oh, yes. yes She's yes. like super hot. I like showed up with like my hottest friends and like Brantley Bryce who like they all thought was straight but like they were like oh, you're dating someone who's really hot and I was like Brantley just be like straight for like five like, minutes. Like yeah, two seconds. <laughs>
0: Just like a straight and as straight as you were, can be. They're
1: all like, whoa. And like, you know, I bring like my two hottest friends, I'm like, what's up? And then like later I was like, well, Bradley, <laughs> all my college friends in quarantine. <laughs> so now we have to do this for at least three months. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, keep, keep up
0: appearances.
1: <laughs> but it was very oh. funny. So now I feel like I'm like through like sexual exploration and leaning in has like found me like a very delayed win. As it should. Not that life's a competition, but if you're winning, you're allowed to admit it.
0: (laughs) Especially if you're a woman too. Like we're always like, oh, this is just like, this just happened because blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you made specific choices and took risks and that's why you're here. Yeah. And like, I love that. You get to say you're winning. (laughs) Yeah. And own it.
1: Yeah. And I like looked all the boys in the eye because they're all these like little white boys and I was like, how's your music going? And they're like, not really doing it much anymore and I'm like that is so interesting. It's like, "Oh, really? <laughs> oh my god, your band wasn't going to make yeah. it?" Surprise, surprise. I know. Oh, I love that. <laughs> like, eat my butt just like your friend did for three years. <laughs> but do it better. <laughs> yeah, but do it better. Don't get a nosebleed. <laughs> Learn how to eat ass without getting a nosebleed. That is a perfect, like,
0: like kicker <laughs> for the
1: episode. <laughs>
0: Thank you guys for listening. Uh, remember to follow Artie on all her socials at uh, Artie Party or Artie Party Poems. Guys, remember to like and subscribe uh, to Awkward Sex in the City. And if you feel inclined, like send like letters. Uh, I'd love to hear your stories. I will read them out loud if they're like, not fucking like crazy crazy. Like as long as it's like awkward sex crazy, which it's a very broad. You've got room, you know. I'd love to hear them. I'd love to see what you think. And uh, can't wait to talk some more to you guys next episode. Bye.